It's the Brew Ha Ha Podcast. Time for the drive Brew Ha Ha with Herlinda. Cheers. And our guest today, Ed Gobo from Harmonic Brewing of San Francisco. Ed <laughs> is the co-founder and brewmaster at Harmonic Brewing. Ed, thank you for joining us on the Brew Ha Thanks for having me. We just had a great talk, Ed and I did, over at Russian River Brewery, downtown on 4th Street. And, um, of course, the drive brouhaha is brought to you <laughs> by the Russian River Brewing Company. Harmonics is one of the breweries I did not know much about because we've been one year in the Chase Center. But you guys have been around for, like, what, seven years now? We just had our seven-year anniversary in August, yeah. All right, so give us the Harmonic Brewing story. Three buddies that started it. We were all kind of working corporate jobs. I was a chemical engineer for a pharma company. My other two partners were in internet advertising. We kind of got tired of the corporate world and decided we would start to make some beer. We had been doing a homebrew festival that was getting about 100 people at a friend's place and uh, just kept getting more popular. That's just a party. It, it is a That's party. It's not a festival. It's just a party. Uh, yes, that is. <laughs> well, we, when, when we make our big pork butt and I get the prosciutto leg out, then it becomes a festival. Okay. <laughs> and that was in San Francisco. You, you were doing that. Cause, so so I, the Chase Center is where the Golden State Warriors uh, basketball team plays in San Francisco. And you actually have a brewery in uh, the Dogpatch area of San Francisco as well. Yeah, we're in Dogpatch, kind of industrial area. We love it down there. It's a wonderful community. Um it's kind of where our heart is. We get great water there. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. So, we, you know, three guys, we kind of uh, bootstrapped and started small. We, we look at ourselves as a community brewery. Um, we, beer, we brew the beers that we like to drink. We do very balanced, uh, drinkable beers. Um, well, I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> Uh, lots of lagers, lots of... Uh, I'm enjoying one of yours right now. Yeah, kind of the full... We do the full range. We don't really have a, a niche. We, we we brew what we love to drink, so... Nice. Yeah, it's Mexicali lager that we're drinking right now is really nice, super crisp, light, teeny tiny bit of that citrusy flavor. What was the hops that you said was in this? Matueca, yeah. Everyone thinks there's lime zest in there, and Matueca is a wonderful hop to kind of give that right. lime flavor. So we were, you know, trying to... Uh, Brew a Mexican lager that has a hint of lime in it, and uh, you know, the, I think the, the the main thing with that beer for us, a lot of our lagers, we use Admiral malts um, and Alameda, fresh, super high quality malts, and so you can do nice light beers, light body, and still have tons and tons of flavor in there. So, so you're saying that the lime flavor comes from the hop, not from lime zest. Correct. Right. Yeah. Very nice. Are those Yakima t- um, hops, are they from Washington or where they uh, from? They're New Zealand hops. They're New Zealand. Ah, nice. Very cool. And then we were just talking about, speaking of uh, Admiral hops, um, Admiral Maltine, actually. You were with Dave McLean yesterday, right? Correct. It's his birthday today, so happy birthday, Dave. Happy birthday, Dave. Dave. Uh, he was on about Outside Lands. All right. He, he's the beer curator. Happy birthday, and, Dave. Yes, and one of the co-founders of Admiral Maltine as well, too. And then, so how did you get hooked up with the Chase Center and the Warriors? I mean, how cool is that, that the, the Warriors communications director her, her, herself is like, let's, let's, I, I, we'd like you to talk to this brewery. It's par for the course for the Warriors. They're awesome. I, I really can't say enough wonderful things about the organization so again us being we're we're very small brewery um a lot of people in san francisco don't even know our name um but we we are tied into our community we did a lot of uh community events with the warriors and um when they started uh building out their plaza um we were doing a lot with them and they basically said hey you know we have a great spot for you we need a brewery like you here 
So we have this wonderful uh, back patio area right on the um, plaza of Thrive City. It's called Thrive, Thrive City. City. That's Thrive what I was City. looking for here. Yeah, and we have a uh, we're on the Terry Francois side and okay. a wonderful view of the bay. You were telling me about the sunset view from your patio at the brewery. It's unbeatable. Like that when it turns all golden and beautiful there, like you can just see the water sparkling. Yeah, it's awesome. Fantastic. That's that's my kind of brewery right there. Where did you come up with the name Harmonic Brewing? So uh, my Sama bass player, my partner, John, is a guitarist. Um, we jam. We play music a lot. We're big Almond Brothers, Jerry Garcia, Grateful Dead fans. And uh, so I, I, it's funny, we have a new beer coming out called Music Analogy IPA. And uh, our third partner, Eric Tisch, uh, who brews with me, he, um, he kind of jokes around that I, I compare beer to music all the time. So when people say, well, what's your favorite beer? I say, well, it depends on the time of the day. <laughs> you know, if I go to sleep at night, I'm not going to put on Slayer. Um, <laughs> and if I'm having a big party you know maybe bob dylan doesn't pop up right then so it's uh, uh beer i think is very similar it's very subjective it's very uh personal and um you know right time right place um that's kind of how we view our beer is kind of like music so then okay so tell us about the tap room so you have been seven years in dog patch one year at chase so do you have food there um is it dog friendly what's what's going so the, on there? the brewery itself we call it the mothership in in dog patch <laughs> uh we have a different food truck every day um so we're open tuesdays through sundays um we've now partnered with a lot of awesome uh, uh food vendors that pop up there uh that is dog friendly there we don't have a kitchen there mm-hmm. um the Chase, uh, the Thrive City location at Chase Center. Uh, we do have a small kitchen, so we do some uh, uh, calzones and pretzels and some nachos. And um, we have a, a big patio outside. Uh, it's only service dogs there. With that view. With the view, that's right. The Dog Patch Mothership Brewery and Tap Room is located at 1050 26th Street in San Francisco. Their hours are Tuesday, uh, 4 to 8, Wednesday through Friday, 3 to 9, and Saturday, noon to 9, and Sunday, 12 to 6. How did you end up in Dogpatch to begin? Uh, it's funny. We, we started looking all around the city, but we kind of gravitated there. It's it's kind of how we see a brewery. It's, it's industrial. Um, we have a... a, a I always I, I see breweries as you know kind of bigger spaces. Uh, ours is attached to a metal shop. Uh, oh, yeah, great partners great. of us, Shop Floor Design. Um, they built a lot of the interior. All the metal work is done there. We we make our own metal tap handles with them. It's very industrial, but the community there is just awesome. We'd be surprised how much neighbor association stuff goes on, and everybody knows each other. All the merchants work together. It's kind of not not a competition as much as we're all in it together. There is that how you met Dave McLean when they had the, the Magnolia Dog Patch, the big barbecue smokehouse there. Oh yeah, God, Dave was, was so there, amazing. and so we would do a lot of collabs. It was we actually started nicknaming the area the Brew Patch because it was uh, Triple Voodoo. Uh, they they closed during the pandemic. Magnolia's Dog Patch location was there, and so the three of us would would do a lot of collabs and events where people would walk to all three of the breweries. The Warriors. And the Chase Center actually worked with you guys, even though like you had just come in there during the pandemic. And they, it sounds like they worked with you and like just to kind of keep 
everything flowing until things could happen again. Yeah, we actually we were we were about seventy five percent done with our construction when the pandemic hit. Oh man! And so we were really in a tough spot. The pandemic hit the whole brewing industry, especially in San Francisco, very hard, uh, including us. I always say they. They're more than talk. The Warriors, they kind of see you as people. You talk to people there. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, when we have meetings. It's, you know, like you said, with their marketing director. But we meet with their CFO and whoever's around. They, they care and they, they give us the time of day. Um, and they care about the community. So, Do you get to go to a lot of games? Am I going to uh, be really super freaking jealous right now? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys you can't probably... hit him up for tickets for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're probably slamming busy, actually, right before the games. And We have a good system. So, I mean, you're going to get beers and food super quick. We kind of designed it for that. Nice. So, uh, yeah, we get slammed for about you know two hours before the shows. But everything moves, and we have a huge patio. So uh, there's plenty of room for people. And... Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's moving until you get to go to your show, and then it's quiet for a while, and then after the shows, everyone comes back for a bit. You're listening to The Drive Brouhaha. Our guest today, Ed Gobo from Harmonic Brewing. He's the co-founder and brewmaster at Harmonic. Let's talk beer. We uh, sampled the, what did we start with? It's the El Mero Mero, our Mexican lager. Yeah, All right. Let's try some, let's try some new now. And you brought... A few others. So uh, what's next on the line? I think next would probably be our uh, English bitter. Uh, it's our yeast of Burton. <laughs> so um, Burton on Trent water, as that, that's where I'm guessing that. Yeah, it's it's the, the uh, actually the it's the yeast. Uh, it's a Burton uh, uh, Burton on Trent yeast that we use an English yeast in this. Okay. So the English yeast play really well with uh, you know it's back to Admiral malts. Whenever anything we're making is malt forward uh admiral is the 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 thing that makes the beer shine in my in my opinion and for those who don't know admiral malting was the first new floor malting facility in america since pro like since prohibition or since like the 40s i guess i mean it's california's only uh malting facility right now there there was grizzly malt here in runner park I don't know if they're still open or not. I'm going to assume they're still open. So that is a possibility. But Admiral Malting is using all California-grown grain to do the malting. Um, and, of course, Dave McLean came from a big background of English-style beers when he was doing Magnolia. And Ron Silberstein from Thirsty Bear, That's right. his co-founder, he, uh, he made organic beers. They're so. wonderful. They care so much about beer, nice and there's guys. so much beer knowledge. And now it's so much malt knowledge. Uh, they worked with uh, UC Davis uh, professor uh, Lynn Gallagher um, to develop a strain of barley that grows in California really well. So it's um, resistant to drought. Um, it's super flavorful. And they they went and talked. You know, it's um, went out personally to talk to all the farmers and and convince them, hey, do you want to start growing? Mm-hmm. Uh, some barley with some lower proteins for the brewers, and a lot of them bought in. And uh, I think they're they're selling quite a bit of malt right now. And you know the proof is in the pudding. The the, the flavors are just uh, wonderful. They pop. You can really smell the, the the yeast in this beer that you just poured us. The yeast to burn it. Yeah. So the, what I love with English yeast and some of their kiln malts, uh, you taste them kind of together, and so you get notes Ooh. of cherry and and uh, caramel at the same time. and uh, Harry and I just locked eyes over <laughs> the first taste of our beer. That and we silently goes, said, ooh. ooh. Yeah, it, that was, that's got it. So <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm a girl. 
<laughs> it's okay. I, uh, this is creamy and delicious. It's got this beautiful, like, dark beige head on it. And what a flavor. Yeah, it the has flavor's this, really nice. Yeah, there's, like, almost, um, like, like, a dark cherry, but I don't mean, like, tart. I mean, it's, no. like, this dark cherry richness into yeah. it. It's got a lot of body to this. It, you this know, is amazing. I, this I, is a great winter beer, too. It's I mean, great. It's not heavy, but it's... It's, it's not heavy. heavy. It's a low ABV yeah. beer. We love to do, you know, a lot of our beers are uh, 5% or sub-5. Um, and, you know, I think with something like this, when we use Admiral Malts, our job is just... Don't screw up the great ingredients. Oh my God! You, I tribute here. This is like kudos for like making like yeast and malt sing together. Give us some more de- detail on this particular beer that we haven't heard so far. Um, so, um, I'm trying to think of. We did uh, a similar beer with a, another English yeast because we were so psyched at uh, the interplay of the the English yeast esters playing with the malt to give these fruit flavors that kind of pop out so we went to this burton one um and uh we make a couple casks of these and that's a whole different beast too that kind of opens up cask beer we do some cask beer cask ale i should say uh cask ale yeah we um uh the wonderful thing also with uh admiral they have a uh a bar that's next door to it, uh, the, rake. the rake that overlooks. It's wonderful if you've haven't been there. It overlooks the malting facility, and the cool thing is all the brewers that buy malt there they sell beer back to them. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of this three hundred and sixty uh, symbiotic relationship where um, you get to taste all of the beer from the malting facility that you're watching them. Uh, so you're watching the, the germination, the malting process happen, and. Um, so they, they do serve casks there, and so uh, we usually make a couple special ones for the So for, cask ale, for fo- those who don't know also, is not like this carbonated, like coming up f- you know, from, you know, through the tap lines that way. You actually hand pull it, and you're getting air into the beer by when you're pulling it towards you, and it's in a firkin um, usually. Are you guys doing it in firkins as well yeah. too? Yeah. And the firkin are like a, this wooden barrel. Ideally, it doesn't have to be wooden, but it's like a small small little barrel and you can hand pull it right right from there. And it just gets a little bit of air into it as it, it's coming into your glass, but it's not a fizzy carbonated uh, beer like we're used to, but it's very very British. And yeah. I'm, God, this beer guys. is absolutely delicious. This Let me just great. say that. Thank we'll you. Give our audience again the name of this beer. This one is called uh, Yeast of Burton. Is this new? Is that why you're uh, like I, I? We do so. We always try to do one uh, English bitter or mild on tap. So this one is not on all the time, but the one that'll come after it will be similar enough. Mark, okay. Well, Mark Carpenter, um, he from Anchor. This he, his favorite beers are English bitters and English milds. He would be thrilled to, to try that. We cracked a second beer during the break. Let's talk about that one. Yeah, this is our. Uh, you love to see it IPA. Uh, with a C. C being citra hops. So it's 100% citra. Um, I think during the break we were talking a little about our water in San Francisco. One of the things that we're really proud of in dog patches, we get Hetch Hetchy water straight nice. from Yosemite. Um, so we don't really do much water chemistry. Uh, but this one, uh, Harmonic, uh, for the people who don't do know Harmonic, they know we're not a we're not a hazy brewery. We don't we don't do hazies. So this is kind of our take on a clear hazy. So we do a little water chemistry on this, make it a little softer. So like cal- cal- little calcium, a little calcium chloride, gypsum, um, and um, so it's it, it drinks kind of like a hazy, but a little crisper. Kind of that's what it's, we like. It's got it's got a, it's like soft 
like in your mouth, and then it, like that crispness, like right in the middle of your tongue. There, that's it's really nice. It's super refreshing. A clear, and, yeah. hazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just want to make sure I heard that right. So your name Gobo. Yeah. Um, is that we were talking earlier? Like your background, your Croatian, your family yeah, it's, Croatian. Uh, it's an it's an Italian name, Northern Italian. Mm-hmm. Um, but the area I'm from is borders Northern Italy. It's uh, uh, a peninsula called Istria in Northern Croatia. That's where Lydia Bastianich is from. Correct. Yeah, she's from that same area. That's cool. So like you, so you you were telling me like um, when we were having a beer at Russian River earlier, you gone back there a bunch as a kid and you know t- you gone with your family in croatia and, and that that those tastes influenced a lot in your flavors and brewing and you love food and you're like you know you're eight-year-olds like cooking also and decided to make you know uh you know, dishes as well italian dishes and- she's a gnocchi maker already yeah uh <laughs> i think one of the things that i i think uh the good brewer should be part process engineer and make beer uh Follow, make a good process, but they also need a good palate, and I think so uh, part that's chef, something. Part engineer, yeah, part chef, part engineer, and that's it's a tricky balance. Um, but yeah, I, my my parents are Croatian immigrants, and half my family still lives there, so we would go visit them um, almost every year uh, until I opened a brewery, and then uh, uh, then it's just work all the time. <laughs> but uh, You're but yeah, a little busier now, a little busier. But yeah. we, you know, at home we we make our own prosciutto and. Uh, Cheeses, mozzarella, and vinegar, and wine, and wow. grappa. So, kind of brewing became my thing um, to make stuff from scratch. Well, it's showing in your flavors. You have such incredible beers. So, and you have some big fans that we we know that we have. I've been in in the studio, like Jen Jordan from uh, that's a brewer at Laughing Monk. Uh, she's president of Pink Boot Society, and Pete Slosberg. I was just at his birthday party in Belgium. He's, he comes in all the, all the time. He brings us uh, uh, his chocolates and and uh, Ari. uh, Ari's bread. Ari's bread is <laughs> it's the best. wonderful. And then what about Reagan from local local brewing? There Reagan's one of our best friends. I, we have a really awesome community in San Francisco. Everyone's really close, and. Um, you know, I think I also mentioned to you guys during the break, it's still tough. San Francisco is a really, really tough place to run a brewery. And so um, all my colleagues, uh, friends, uh, you wouldn't believe the amount of effort and hardships that uh, the breweries have to go through when they're they're sticking with it and, and, and pushing forward. And uh, we just need people to get back out there and go to the tap rooms and, and drink, the, drink well, the beers and bring some home, too. Between staffing and also people working from home, I mean, San Francisco had, like, the youngest demographic in America for a big city for, for workers and people living there, and then the pandemic kind of changed everything. But then also, of course, staffing as well. But you guys are, are weathering through it, which is which is fantastic, and these other breweries that we're, we're talking about as well. Okay, so I think that you guys should do – a San Francisco beer festival, not necessarily San Francisco Beer Week, because we've got that already. But all these breweries could do something, and people could, could come from all over. So there is a uh, there is a festival that is pretty exclusive to San Francisco breweries, and that's called Brews on the Bay. Oh yeah, on um, the Jeremiah, on the SS Jeremiah O'Brien. It's the coolest festival. It's like in a week or so, right? To me, I, I uh, uh, if I had to pick one festival, that's you're on a you're on a ship. Uh, it was an active uh, uh, warship, and um, the crew there is fantastic. Uh, I still have my – they made me a little uh, 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 metal button that says, no no brew, no crew. 
And, uh, uh, yeah, all the breweries from San Francisco set up on the ship, so you get to walk around the ship, and you have all these wonderful views of the bay. I just told somebody I want to go to that. Maybe you can connect me with someone from there, and I'd love to pr- promote that as well. Absolutely. That'd be really, really cool. And then, Harry, you had a couple other questions. Well, I just want to remind folks that we're talking to Ed Gobo of Harmonic Brewing. They have two locations. Their Dog Patch Mothership Brewery and Tap Room <laughs> is at 1050 26th Street in San Francisco, and they are, of course, a part of Thrive City at the Chase center where the golden state warriors play so you guys as you said were at russian river brewing earlier and you were wondering about the beer you were served right uh yeah it was awesome as uh, normally the beer is there it was uh i guess we had a happy hops my favorite beer he uh, goes, i'll get one of those too it was killer and it's actually originally sort of it's a play on the grace brothers recipe and it is the grace brothers original art from what i Vinny had told me if i remember correctly and actually we're going to have josh grace and um, Richard Norgrove from Bear Republic in next week talking about they, they, they brewed a Grace Brothers beer, um, and they're going to be in here with it with a draft on that. But Very cool. Was that a killer beer? Though? Oh, it was so good. Yeah, that's my favorite. And, of course, the brouhaha is brought to you by the Russian River Brewing Company. Check them out, RussianRiverBrewing.com. Ed, talk about folks coming to see you at the tap rooms. Where are your beers available outside of the tap rooms, if anywhere? Give us that info. So uh, we're pretty local. We like to think of ourselves as a kind of small community brewery. Our community just happens to be the city of San Francisco, a little bit East Bay, a little South Bay. But uh, we don't distribute a ton because we're, um, we're, we we're very small. We're not a big factory brewery. We don't we – don't, have aspirations to kind of send our beer all across the country. We believe in local, um, small, so that you're always getting fresh beer. So uh, a lot of bars and restaurants in the city will carry us, um, but the best place, um, we get control of our beer at our tap rooms, so we clean our lines and we make sure our beer is meticulously taken care of. So uh, come to the tap rooms. Do they serve it inside the the, the, cha- the Warriors, like in, in the, inside the stadium? No, yeah. they used to, but um, um, we now that we have our tap room outside, we don't do it inside anymore. Okay. All right, cool. Well, I will run over. But there's plenty, uh, of, plenty of other good beer inside, too. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will find it. All right. Ed Gobo from Harmonic Brewing of San Francisco. Thank you so much for joining us on The Brew Hustle. Yeah, thanks for having me. What a pleasure.